It's Kevin and Carissa. Da, 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 welcome, da, 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 da. welcome, 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 welcome. It's just us this time. <laughs> it's just us this time, it's Carissa. Just, uh, I love it. It's, it's great. All right. And uh, Jorge. But I mean, uh, yeah, John's still in uh, a baby mess. Maternity ward. Yep, John's still in maternity ward, and Jen's on the road to recovery. But you know, I think it's going to take a little while. So it's just you and I. I couldn't find a guest. It's so hard to find a guest. Every day, like you say, who do we have a guest? And I just sit there in the car going, who can I get? Who can I get? Who the fuck can I get? I don't know anyone that wants to do podcasts. What? Oh, because I, mean, I don't know. Well, your market's a little saturated. I, I have people know. who want to do it. I just... Yeah, but it's, it, hard to get it's so hard to ask somebody because they're like, hey, will you do my podcast? It's kind of like asking... Hey, will you give me a back rub? <laughs> will you, you put know, lotion on my back? Will you back? put lotion on my back? <laughs> I don't know what those bumps are. <laughs> but I'm not going to pay you. I'm just going to like, you know, will you do lotion, put lotion on my back? I don't have any back? gloves. Yeah, I don't have any <laughs> gloves. Bare hands. Right. I just need a, I need a back rub. Will you give me a back rub? Mm. Or else, you know, will you go grocery shopping for me? Or will you yeah. mow my lawn? I, I know. It's just we really don't want to do podcasts anymore. We should start a, like an Uber, but for podcast guests. Yeah, that would just, be an interesting yeah, thing. Just be like, the I Uber need a business guest. model. Everybody's <laughs> trying to do the Uber business model now. I know it's like Uber for weed, Uber, <laughs> Uber for, for booze, Uber know. for meth, Uber for. I did see an Uber for booze. Uber called, for weed is called drinking yeah. or something called Slurpee or I don't know what it was called. <laughs> but they deliver booze to your door and shit like that. Yeah. And, uh, there's delivery for weed too. Yeah, yeah. weed delivery. Yeah. Uh, it's I like. Know. Jimmy John's or right, <laughs> Jimmy John's. Big Mike. This whole weed thing, I always question about what the hell's have we gone too far with this weed thing? I mean, I grew up smoking it, and everybody grew up smoking it. But do I you just think you would have grown? Do you think you would have smoked as much if it if was it was legal? illegal like this? I uh, I don't I know. Wonder that as I go around, I don't think it's not legal. People aren't ready for it. They don't really like it that much. As as the advocates say, it's so great, but the the general public, I just think, is kind of like whatever. I'm not going to get all high. A couple drinks, you're okay. You're you're sociable, but I don't think a lot of people. I think they think a lot of people smoke pot, but not really. I, I would love to know the statistics on it, but I don't think it's yeah. really that big. I don't know. There's a few really hardcore, you know, states that smoke a lot of weed, but. I don't know. I just don't think it's that. Uh, Were you ever like a Waken Baker? Well, in college, I did a ton, yeah. Yeah. But never a Waken Baker, no. I just That's the whole, le- I feel like that you know, should be like the litmus test. Yeah. Is yeah. the first thing you do. Is to hit that ball. Hit it. Then you have a problem. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. For sure. I always thought to myself, yeah, you cannot pull a bong at 10 a.m. Your fucking day is going to be just, I don't care if you can function or not. You can't get stoned or drunk at 10 in the morning. I know. You can't. And people go, oh, no, stoned is okay. No, no. Yeah. You're getting high. Yeah. Anything. Pills are okay, like Adderall. Everybody's on Adderall. (laughs) Everybody's on Adderall, Xanax, or uh, we're a pill nation either, too. Yeah. We're a big pill nation. Now we're a pot nation. We were a drunk nation. 
but pills have taken the the place of uh, a lot of things. A lot of elderly people, elderly people are on pills. Yeah, wouldn't you? Pills. But I, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm is it going to be that. different for me? Like, I mean, if I get old, I want to fucking. There's going to be a right? pill for everything by the time we're old. I know. I mean, which is great, but you know, I, yeah, some of these pills are. I mean, you'd take a pill for everything right now. I know. Pills, pills, pills. <laughs> <laughs> the pill nation, man. There's a pill for fucking anything. It is. It's the greatest. You go in, you know, you go into the doctor, they get to give you fucking tons and tons of pills. That's all it is. There's got to be, and there's all these theories about that, that bullshit too, like the pharmaceutical industry and all right. that shit. pushing all of it. But I'm kind of an advocate of pills. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> You know, people don't like pills. I love it. I don't get it. You, you got a pain, take a pill. I know. You got high thing. blood pressure, take your fucking pills. <laughs> take, keep it down. Keep the pills down, you know. You got to take a little bit of a pill. Who cares? That's great. I, I'm i all for pills. People are like, oh, no, we've take, people are taking too many pills. I go, well, you know, there's a lot of shit that can go wrong with the body. High blood pressure, arthritis, hammer toe. Hammer toe. That's a good pill. Uh, it's really big. I've got a bunion. Do you? I have to have bunion surgery. But pills don't fix bunions. Pen- no, they do not. Do you really have to have bunion surgery? I do have to have bunion surgery next. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> next, uh, um, a couple weeks from now, they're going to go in and pull my knuckle Ooh. off, scrape all the bullshit <laughs> off, pull the knuckle back on. i got to wear a little boot for a little while for maybe a month. Uh. But I can walk around on the boot, I think. But he says it's not going to be painful, which is a bunch of shit. I'm sure I'll get some pain pills for that. That's right. right. Cash. Yeah. Save those for a rainy get day. Get some pain pills for that. But I can't really move my big toe, and it hurts to even walk and do all kinds of shit. Oh, you'll feel better after. Yeah. I think it'll, it, I definitely need to do it. I definitely need to do it. I had it. a boot in college. Did you ever tell this story? Um, the third day of Madison, I broke my foot. And oh. it was like before classes started. <laughs> And I, they didn't have any, I went to university hospital and they wouldn't give me like a cool boot, like an athlete would have, like when you get a foot injury, yeah. it's like the only perk is that you look like you did something cool. Yeah. Like you're like a little bit rugged. Mine was like a lace up bowling shoe. Oh boy. That was like, it was so embarrassing. And I had to a like. A lace up bowling shoe. Yeah, How'd you like, break it? Drunk. A little bit, but we were in a conga line in the woody backyard. Oh boy! And a big guy was really drunk and jumped on me, and I was wearing '90s <laughs> um, on-trend uh, sandals that had a little mm. bit of heel. <laughs> and I heard it. I heard it. It was so gross. Gross! You yeah. hit your ankle. Was it your ankle? That was my fifth metatarsal. Eesh, what is so that? Gross. I don't it's know. It's like that. your pinky bone toe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he landed on it. Yeah. Did he feel he rolled, bad? No, he rolled me. Like I rolled over, and then I heard it go. Oh God! Did he feel bad? Twig. He had no idea what he happened. Had no, no idea. He had no idea. Everybody was hammered. Just, pretty everyone much. was hammered, and uh, I was kind of hammered. So I was like, maybe it'd be better in the morning. And then I woke up, and it was huge and <clears throat> bruised. Uh, yeah. And my house fellow was her first, like, was her like third day of being a house fellow. Uh, and I was like, hey, I think I, I think I broke my foot last night. I got to go see somebody. And she's like, I'm not at liberty to recommend a medical facility to you. Oh God! I'm worried I would be liable for that. And I was like. Does the University of Wisconsin have a hospital? Yeah. Can I get a cab and go there? Yeah. <laughs> no. I can't walk there. That's so annoying. 
It got to be so bad at the UW with, I remember when all this PC shit started happening. Yeah. And that was right around the 90s. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if it's 96. as bad now. I, I, I don't think it is. But it was when PC and, and was so, it, it was like a brand new thing right. to be PC, overly concerned and overly, you know, Switzerland on everything. Right. I know. I was like, I you mean, can't Switzerland fucking tell me where the fucking, I need a doctor. nobody wants to be liable and, yeah. you, you know, and the political correctness was at a fucking fever pitch. It was so gross. <laughs> it was so fucking gross. <laughs> That's how I feel. That so I thought Madison was like I felt a little bit of it there, but then I went to visit my friend who went to McAllister College in St. Paul. Yeah, and that was like you know it's like this small like liberal arts school with all these like smart kids, and and mm. I felt like I couldn't say anything about. I felt like anything, and you know how it is when you start to. No, you shouldn't say retarded and you shouldn't say, yeah. you know, lesbo. Like all of yeah. the only thing you can say is like retarded lesbo. Uh, like, you know, all oh, yeah, of it all starts like tumbling say. out. <laughs> that's all you want to say when you yeah. say somebody can't, you can't say, say that. Yeah. What do you mean? I think that definitely we've come full circle on that. You tell a comedian he can't say something on stage. He's going to say it on stage. Yeah. You know, I mean, even, you know, any word, any word is sayable on stage. It depends on the content text and how you say it yeah but i mean don't tell people you can't say a word of course you can i know you know that's I mean, all i was saying i went to visit her and i just was like oh my god i need to like leave oh yeah <laughs> it's everyone, horrible who's horrible your, who's your like pc is the worst thing that ever happened to america <laughs> it really did it, it is the worst thing that ever happened i mean me being a, a, a comic and I, I see it with these comedians and just to be afraid of saying something. I mean, come on. You can't be afraid of saying anything. I mean, if if you make a mistake and you offend a group of people, well, then you're going to pay the price. But you still shouldn't be afraid to say it. Yeah, I know. It's really gotten crazy. Like, Jason Biggs getting in trouble for that tweet that he had about... It was like a dumb joke about Malaysian Airlines. It was when the second one oh, went down. Oh, sure. He got a little... And he was yeah. like, glad I changed my flight or whatever. Everyone oh, is like, it really that bad? I it mean, was... Yeah, he got in like, trouble. He had to like, yeah. delete the tweet and apologize. And it was like... What? I got a, I got offended <laughs> at uh, when um, uh, Noah... I mean, um, Jonah Hill, he went after a paparazzi and called him a f- oh, yeah. fag or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, you know, he said it out of anger. We've all said that. I mean, most people are out of anger and just say something yeah. and then he's got to do on his apology tour. What the fuck? Don't go on an apology <laughs> tour. Know. We don't it's give a tough. shit. It's tough. I mean, come on. Apology tour. Okay, whatever. Has the paparazzi been... guy was bugging him, you know? What the yeah. Fuck? yeah. Um, well, you just Here. got back from Ground Zero, just got back Ebola. From ground, ground Zero, Dallas, <laughs> Ebola Central. We're I took Michelle actually, down there. We're actually broadcasting from Kevin's bubble. Yeah, my bubble. <laughs> I am in a, bu- a boy I in the plastic a, bubble right yeah, now. You're bubble boy right now. I'm feeding I'm the mic boy. through the hole. I uh, was a little nervous of going to Dallas just because of all this shit. And they, they tell you that, you know, you, I guess the one thing, you don't want to touch their diarrhea or their puke. And I love touching diarrhea. <laughs> That's like yeah. your favorite thing. Yeah. It is my favorite thing to do. Moth to a flame. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I cannot help but touch people's diarrhea. So I thought for sure I was going to get a cold. Because <laughs> I was going to go around Dallas touching everybody's diarrhea. But 
I guess that's the only way you get it. You don't get it at airborne stuff. And the hospital was actually about four miles away. I was a little nervous about that. But it was a uh, a benefit for Jenny McCarthy's um, this, uh, autism. Uh, yeah, autism awareness. I guess her kid is autistic and, yeah, autism awareness. But it was really controversial because she uh, um, advocates not – uh, vaccinating your kids. Yeah. And the funny thing is like Rob Schneider was uh, a part of that and he's pretty vocal about not vaccinating your kids. And he had this state farm commercial pulled because of his controversial statements mm-hmm. about vaccinating children or not vaccinating children. Mm-hmm. So I started to get a little paranoid. I'm like, God, what the fuck? He got his whole thing yanked. And then I'm like, I don't want to support this. I don't want to get my commercials yanked and stuff like Dude, that. Dude, you were ground zero at Ebola Central and nobody there was vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. You're lucky you made it out of there alive. It was funny. You could have contracted anything. And, you know, the, the it was the craziest crowd. Um, first of all, it was just me, Kevin Sorbo. Um, <laughs> Couple other just, guys. just another day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorbo, Sorbo. And then um, uh, Corey Feldman made an appearance. Stop it. That's a weird fucking guy. Yeah. That's he's a crazy. weird, weird guy. He gets on this bus. We have a, they gave us a hotel room and we all stand. And it was a golf tournament because I love to play golf. But Corey didn't play golf. But he did go to this party at night. And he's he dresses like Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. Didn't he hang out with Michael Jackson? Wasn't he a. I think he was a buddy and one of the kids. Yeah. Well, I now he dresses there was like something him. there. Yeah. Now he dresses like him and he walks around with his two dumb broads. Ugh. And I think he's a DJ or wants to be a DJ. I don't know. But he missed his flight home too, by the way. The flight was at 11, a reasonable time. And I think he overslept. But I don't think he gets up until like four o'clock in the afternoon anyway. He and was then, on one of the MTV rehab shows, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know or if he's surreal completely house. sober. Surreal life. Maybe it was just surreal life. I don't know if he's completely sober. I don't know. The guy is strange. <gasps> really fucking weird. And uh, so he was there. And then just, the crowd was so cheesy. It was unreal. Really? Yeah, it was a cheesy, cheesy thing to do. do and then like Jenny didn't even show. What? Until, like, well, she, she showed up for a little bit and then basically ran out the back door. Said thank you and ran out she the back She did like door. a drive-by, basically. She did a total drive-by. Oh, my yeah. God. At yeah. her own event. At her own event. She invited everyone down there, and there was a green room wherever he could meet her, and she didn't even come out of the bathroom, I guess. All my friends, like Sorbo and all these guys, went backstage to say hello to Jenny because Jenny invited the celebrities down to for this whole thing, you know? And so we're just going to say thank you for inviting us and stuff like that. Yeah. She walks into the green room, goes right into the bathroom with Donnie Wahlberg and stays in there for like 20 minutes. And then everybody just left. What? Yeah. So that's strange. That is weird. Makes you think they're either doing coke or fucking in there. I don't know what's going on. And so going into the bathroom with Donnie Donnie Wahlberg Wahlberg and staying in there for 15 minutes and everybody just looks around and goes, okay, I guess we should go. Oh my God. That's so weird. Really strange. Really strange. Yeah. So that was uh, a bit odd on Jenny's part. I always find her a little weird anyway. I thought she was just, she's a nice girl, but strange. You know, that's a strange behavior. That's strange. That's weird. It's just strange behavior. That is really weird. Yeah. And other people had paid to do a meet and greet with her? Yeah. Yeah. So random, like, uh, residents of Dallas. I think so, yeah. 
And then also the celebrities that were invited. Right. Wanted to say hello. And thank that's you. That's nice. Yeah. Thank you for having us and, you know, so. support your event and all that. Never came out to see him. <laughs> Wait, what you were so saying strange. that everyone was saying, thank you for what? <laughs> thank you for bringing us down there. No, oh, no, no, no. People come up to me and they're going, thank you so much for being here and supporting autism. <laughs> and I, I, about five people came up to me and said that. And I That's go, like wait a second. Asperger's thing you could yeah, ever say. <laughs> Are you autistic? Because I'm not supporting autism. I'm supporting curing you from autism. No, they kept saying that. Like five people kept going, thank you for supporting autism. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. No, that was weird. Dallas is a strange town too. It was a ghost town at night. Food was so-so. People are strange. Cowboy hats I always think are strange. Just like out and about. Cowboys in general. Yeah. Like big buckles and cowboy hats walking around. Especially going, when how many, Howdy, son. how many of those are cowboys? They work at offices. Yeah, they work in offices. They think like, cowboy hats are like, uh, you know, something you wear out. And you wear, buy a nice one. And you go out <laughs> to dinner with your cowboy hat on. Dude, I mean, you almost seem like a 12-year-old dressing up. It is. It's like dress. Yeah. It's like Halloween. Every, yes. every day is Halloween in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't it seem like a grown man trying to dress up and play cowboys and Indians when you wear a big belt buckle and a fucking huge cowboy hat? Totally. A ten gallon hat. That's like you're going out to some fancy dinner and you got to pretend like I'm a cowboy, and I'd be like, I'm an Indian. Let's play. <laughs> what the fuck. That is so weird. It is. I always found it strange. Texas is weird. Texas is strange. Austin's fine. Austin's got a lot of weed. They did a lot of artsy fartsy stuff. I like that. Music, yeah. Music and the festivals. It's easy on the festivals though, Austin. I mean, come on, oh, yeah, you don't need like bad. five thousand of them. <laughs> well, no, and then like, <laughs> what else do they do? Did people like get run over last year? Oh, did they at yeah, the city limits? No, at um, the South by Southwest. Oh, they did what with a truck or something? Uh, somebody just ran ran through a crowd, drunk, oh. right? I don't know. Forgot to hit the gas and hit. Yeah. The, I mean, hit Oops. the brake and hit the gas. <laughs> Too baked. Too baked. Too baked. <laughs> like whoopsie. <laughs> it was like that old man in Santa Monica years ago. Oh my god, that was that so terrible. No, he was so grumpy though. Yeah, he was mad he that was he really... killed seventeen people or something. Yes, at the farmers market, it was terrible. <laughs> grumpy. <laughs> he got out of the car a little grumpy. He's like, what is all this? Get these Get bodies of off of my car. <laughs> that was horrible. That was terrible. Um, so, yeah. So Self-driving then, cars are going to be so fucking awesome. Just well, now there's cars that you can park and they, they park themselves. I know. I want one of those. Pretty intense. Parallel, like parallel park. park. I'm shitty at that. Me too. Isn't everybody shitty, shitty at that? Anybody who's like, I'm a good parallel parker. That's a, t- that's a person you don't want to be friends with. Parallel parking. I don't trust good. somebody who's really good at parallel parking. No, no, I'm horrible. <laughs> I find that like Michelle, I'm dating Michelle now. She, we, she drives uh, really fast, <gasps> and I drive really show, slow, and I bother the hell out of her because I'm so slow and methodical with my turning. Yeah, <laughs> thing. I drive like an eighty year old man. And she goes, <gasps> her ADD kicks in. Really, she yeah. can't stand and she's it. She's like, God damn it. Ah. And I'm she like, total I'm going driver. the speed limit and I will take a left turn and <laughs> use my blinker. It's just everything by the book. <laughs> she, like can't she, handle get, it. she can't handle it at all. No. <laughs> One thing that's funny with her too is uh, she has this tendency to um, 
say, uh, we'll be having a really good time. I don't know if this is a girl thing or what, but I'll tell you. Yeah. It's I'm like we were at a concert. We were at the Tom Petty concert last oh, night. Oh, fun. Yeah. We we're having a blast. And I got a couple beers and he's playing hit after hit after nice. hit. Nice. And I look at her and I go, this is fun. Huh? It's a good concert. And she goes, it's so great. And she goes, but you know what? I'm going to make you, uh, she just goes, I'm going to make you a doctor appointment and have a cardiologist because I'm not sure. And I'm like, what the fuck did you say that for? Wait, 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 wait. It's at the she... height, at the height of having fun. <laughs> she reminds me I could have a heart attack. <laughs> and I'm going, what the fuck? We were having a blast. And you got to remind me. <laughs> That I might have a fucking heart attack if I exert myself too much. <laughs> Jesus hit Christ. Hit after hit. Let's I'm having a blast. Farley. I turn to my girl. I go, this is fun, right? And she goes, yep. well, you might have a heart attack. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Excuse me. Oh, my me? God. That's awesome. That's she not a girl thing. She does it all the time. It is. It is a girlfriend. No, it's, it's a not. Michelle thing. It's a Michelle thing. <laughs> she just covering all bases. Can't have too much fun. You might have a heart attack. Right. Mm. Totally. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so funny. Never letting complete go because that could have a heart attack. You never know what happens. Oh, my God. <clears throat> no, I know. That's funny. <laughs> That's but, what uh, those, all those like medical commercials need. They need mm. a Michelle to come in and be like, <laughs> you know, when everyone's like having a good time. time and then <laughs> she comes into the party and goes, calm down. Someone might have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. <sighs> All right. We will I'll calm go see down. my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go see my doctor tomorrow. Fuck. Yeah. She grew up in an Indiana town. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I ruined the rest of the night. I'm like going, checking my heart. Going, oh, fuck. What if I did at the Tom Petty concert? Mary Jane. Oh, my God. Am I Mary Jane? <laughs> am I having fucking... Am I sweating? Am I dying? You start to think about it. Think about it. My arm. Is my arm all right? Anytime you think about stroke symptoms, you you can tell yourself you're having a stroke. Oh yeah, tingling in my tingling in my arm. Anyway, you, know, I mean, you can freak yourself out. That's why. Yeah, I totally. That's especially if you're high or something like that. Oh, yeah, that's over. You can always parent. I can always freak myself out when I'm stoned. Like that's why I don't like it. Really, I can overthink shit and be like, "Am I having a heart attack right now?" I definitely prefer drinking. Oh, by far. I think some people are helped. I think some people it does chill them out, weed, but yeah. I am not one of those people. No, no. I, I tried overthink to, shit. I tried to do it, but man, I just... I start overthinking shit about my health and everything else. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, it just makes me, yeah, my mind race. Yeah. It makes my mind race and I just start thinking about shit and paranoid about shit. I don't like it at all. Especially now, there's too much weird, weird shit, weird weed, weird weed. Yeah, bourbon's fine for, you know, booze. You like bourbon? I do. You drink bourbon. I do. Oh yeah, everybody's drinking bourbon these days. Like well, this is a, this is a, it's a powerful. Uh, I mean, it's a popular thing right now. Bourbon. My grandma got me into it. Your grandma, <laughs> your grandma drink it. Yeah, she used to have old fashions when I was a kid. And she, a Wisconsin would, she would get them drink. sweet, but then sometimes if it was too sweet, she get them. She get them. We used to make brandy old fashions for our asphalt uh, customers. No. I'll have a brandy old fashioned. Those are like Kool Aid. Brandy old fashions that we used so to make. Good. I used to make uh, Manhattan's brandy old fashions. I love a, all that. A vodka squirt. You know the squirt we we put like squirt the soda. Squirt the soda. Yeah, a Seven Up and vodka or something like that. Oh god, Sounds these guys great. drank that shit. Oh, at your asphalt. At my asphalt <sighs> conventions. Yeah. Those old guys got fucked up. Those I old bet. farmers. We would go to like 
you know, my dad and I would go to this thing called road school, which oh. is basically uh, it's somewhere in the middle of Wisconsin, and you have all these road pavers there, and basically they have seminars on the newest technology and road paving and real exciting stuff. <laughs> road really, <school. laughs> yeah, they call it road school. But it was it was a point where all the municipalities and all the people that buy asphalt were in one area. Right. So dad had to go to this thing. And he had to entertain everybody there. So he'd get like a room or a suite, fill it with booze, and have three days of just parties, parties, parties. <gasps> and people would stop by the, the suite, get a drink, and play mm. cards. So he'd have like a card table there with nuts. And just fill the place. He'd go up and buy the booze and fill it, fill the place with booze. And people would come in and just sit down and he would entertain them all. He'd sit there oh and entertain God. them all for, it, for days, for three days. Did it yield more business for him? Sure. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, the, basically what these guys wanted was free shit. Right. Free booze. And if you get, if you gave them a free lunch, they'd vote you, you know, they'd go your way. Right. So all you had to do is just buy these guys a couple lunches and get them. Oh a few my drinks. God. And they would they would vote your way, you know. They would give you you know the business. It's pretty simple, but it took a toll. Like three days of <laughs> fucking three days of real, real drinking. But that drive home was great. Oh, he was so. And it's it was a drive home from like Green Bay oh. and in sub zero weather oh. with a giant hangover. And, like, when I drove my dad home, he didn't listen to the radio, and he slept. And he'd pull his seat back and be like, all right, wake me when we get to Madison. And it'd be, like, three hours of silence, cold. I couldn't roll the window down. And I'm just basically falling asleep at the wheel. That's the fucking worst. And then I'm thinking, I'm going to kill my dad and myself and plow into a truck. Totally. Because I'm so fucking hungover. Oh, it's the worst. Asphalt sales is not the most exciting. <laughs> it sounds not like the most it's, exciting job in the world. It's gonna be amazing, and then <laughs> I was gonna work for uh, Coke Materials, which is out of Wichita, and I had an interview, and they go, "We'd love to have you down here. Just set you up with an apartment in Wichita, get you selling some asphalt." And I was like, "No fucking way! I can't do it." No. I couldn't fucking do it. So wait, you oh. sold asphalt with your dad right after college? <clears throat> right after college, yeah. For how many I, years? Like six years. Shut up. Yeah, like six years. You did years. that for six, six years? years? It was so easy. Like, I would show up at like 11 or I don't know when I'd get in. Oh, I'd get in <laughs> about 10 and I'd get in at about nine, you know, and then I'd leave at like three and most of the time I didn't do shit. And all I'd have to do is just drive dad around. Right. Drive him to the things. And I'd go and and make bids on things. And that was about it. Did you go to apartment? It was so simple. It was just like I couldn't stop. I couldn't get out of that. I had to get out of that situation. But I, I didn't. I did it for six years. It was oh really detrimental. You weren't living at home, were you? No. God. Oh God. That would drive me nuts. Oh I had my own apartment in Madison. Okay. But I was, uh, yeah, basically living under... You know, in my dad's company for six years, and it was not healthy for me or for anyone right. else. Yeah. That's and it was really, really boring. Yeah, I well, was then just in like, Madison. You just end up partying like 
you were still in college. Yeah, of course. I kept Any my, my friends who stayed there just kept partying. Yeah. It, it was like I never stopped. Yeah. I was never in, stopped in college. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get older and you're like, oh, my God. And you're like, oh, shit. I did six years of that. What the <clears> fuck? <throat> then I went down to Chicago and started doing Second City and started. Then you straightened out. <laughs> well, no. That got worse. I know. It got worse. But at least I was doing my own thing. Yeah. And I had some shitty job of doing comedy at night, which is much better. Did anybody else in your family work for your dad? Yeah, Chris did for a while. Oh, right. Chris did. Chris did for a little bit, but then he went down to Second City and got involved with that. But, yeah, I don't think anyone else. The the thing, the the scotch oil closed after me. I closed it down. (laughs) After 60 years, I shut the business down. (laughs) Yeah, it was it. It was not really a, it wasn't going to go anywhere further than that. It was one of those things where when dad died, it died. Yeah. yeah. So that was it. But it went for six years. My grandpa started That's amazing. it. amazing. And I shut it down. <laughs> but I, we had one lady in there, a, a secretary. That was it. It was just dad and the secretary and me. And I just stayed too long. I should have got out of there. There's no way I should have been there six years. <laughs> There's no way. I stayed about four years. I stayed about four or five years too late. Yeah. I should have been a year. I graduated in 88. I should have been done of that about 89, 90. <laughs> and I stayed till like 94, partying and living in Madison. Madison's fun. I know. That's the problem. It's fun, but it's also like it's not great for, I mean, yeah, once you get completely out of college and you're not a college person anymore, like I started being, uh, the first few years, yeah, I could just pretend like I was still in college, but... Yeah, after you get to be like four or five years out of college and you're not married, like I never got married, then it's a weird place. Right. Then I feel like you inevitably evolve into a Badger Cab driver. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Badger Cab is an amazing service where it's like really, really, really affordable shared cabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if it's still around. Is it still It is, but like you're definitely that where if you're not married in Madison. These guys who drove Badger Cab. Holy shit. Like they have been partying for mm-hmm. 35 years. If you're not married with a family in Madison. You don't get out. I mean, you don't get out of the routine. There's just nothing for you That's there. It's a black hole. Yeah. Because everybody's married with family and you're like this weirdo, like single person. You're the old guy at the party. You're the old guy you're the, single. You're the you're guy never... running the keg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. I had to get the hell out of there. And be in a big city because a small city when you're single and you're not family, you don't have any family, is very difficult to be in a small town yeah. like that. Yeah, oh, that'd be terrible. Yeah, and I just didn't, I didn't get married. I didn't want to marry anyone, so it was strange. I got out of there. I got to Chicago. <laughs> That's for you. That's a beer burp, folks. <laughs> That's for you, guys. You didn't just belch. You put the microphone like a little bit closer. That was a hot dog too. There was a little hot dog that in that a one. Hot dog. Because it was an. I just ate a raw hot dog, and now this I just. You did not it. eat it raw. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I slammed that in my mouth raw. That's disgusting. I'm sorry about your microphone. So he right. put the pot on to boil yeah. water from and hot dog, and then didn't. you're like, "Oh, I'm I'll not going to do it, it now." And I was like, "It's okay. You can make yeah. a hot dog." No, I but I knew we were going to be in a podcast, and I knew it would overboil. <laughs> and then I thought I just eat a raw one. <laughs> and I ate a raw one. Fuck, <laughs> you're disgusting. 
Now it's bur- I just burped it up and it's really gross. Raw hot dogs. <laughs> so fucking gross. Raw hot dogs are gross. You can survive Ebola. Oh, you can yeah. survive a raw hot dog. Oh god. Oh my I did god. say huh? No, one other thing I did down there is I went to the Dallas Cowboy game. Oh fun. Huge stadium down there. Yeah, that thing is massive. Oh god. Yeah, I'll tell you why I'm out of shape is we walk in and our suite, we had a box seat and it was to the left. And we went to the right and we walked all oh, the boy. fucking way around it. And you were like, oh, sweating <laughs> profusely. And I'm literally sweating and I'm white because I'm walking up and down stairs and shit. Not really a happy camper, hung over a little bit and just yeah. like, okay, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. This is like too many stairs. And I'm walked, I've walked about three miles. I get to my chair and I'm sitting next to Ashley Green, who's just like <laughs> looking perfectly. And yeah. I kind of know her. She's from Twilight, you know. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, hey, how are you? And I look at her and I'm pouring sweat. <laughs> pouring sweat. You know, and I'm like, I'm pretty good. How are you? <laughs> I saw you on the Twilight. You're a pretty gal. By God. <laughs> Do you know where an ambulance is? <laughs> Like, fuck, how embarrassing. And I'm sure I stunk to high heaven, just stunk. And she's like a picture of beauty sitting next to me. And I reek and I'm pouring sweat. Like my hair is wet. (laughs) You know, where your hair, it's like one thing to have a film around you that's sweaty. Right. It's another to have full wet hair like you've been playing basketball. It's like you biked there from L.A. I, I biked yeah. here. There's some guys that sweat. There's other guys that have wet hair. They're yeah. sweating so fucking much. Ugh, so embarrassing. I got out of there at halftime because I was so embarrassed in front of that. I was like, all right, fuck that. Oh, you oh, yeah, I was also just hot. Was it really, really hot? Really fucking hot. Really fucking hot. Gross. Well, yeah. Well, and, you got but an it adventure cool. coming up this weekend. You're going to Atlantic City? Going to go to Atlantic City with Spade, of course, and uh, uh, Middle for David. We're going to New York, land in New York, and then fly to Atlantic City, and then fly to, I guess there's some Harris Casino in, casino in Atlantic City. And then um, Saturday, we're going to uh, Niagara, some casino in Niagara. Oh, fun. I've never been to Niagara I've Falls. I never have either. That's going to be fun. I've never seen it. You know, my... my this is the way it always is. My imagination is way bigger than I think what'll happen when I get there. I'm sure I'll get there and it'll be like, this is it. Right. Cause you ever see like, you know, Rushmore. I saw yeah. Stonehenge one time and I'm like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, get there, you get there in the bus and it takes all day to get to Stonehenge. And then, you know, in England. Yeah. And then you get there and you go, Oh my God, this is Stonehenge. Okay, can I go back home now? Who gives a fuck? But, I mean, I guess, you know, it's just (laughs) underwhelming. I have a feeling Niagara Falls will be underwhelming. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a lot of water pouring over the side of Of a cliff. Of a cliff. That's what you're going to get. Some guys go over there in a barrel, don't they? Houdini did. Houdini went over in a barrel. Yeah, right? Yeah. So so. I'll go see Niagara Falls. That'll be fun. And then I'm going to start the play, which is Ha! The Musical again, where... Oh you my know, gosh. Michelle's directing it. Yes. And when do you, are you, how long are you going to be in New York? Well, I'll be in the next two weeks, I think, right till November 10th. I'm going to be there. Our show, if you're in New York City, anybody, November uh, 7th, 8th, and 9th, or 
Maybe it's five. That weekend? <laughs> five, seven, and nine, I think. Okay. I don't remember. If it, and it's, it's the New York Comedy Festival. Okay. We're part of the New York Comedy Festival. Great. We'll tweet it out. Yeah. And so the rehearsals start the next couple of weeks here, and uh, we're going to be doing, we're going to rock in it. And then aren't you going on a vacay? I was going to go to, yeah, Ireland, yeah. but we canceled it. Now we're oh. going to maybe go later in December. Oh, well, it'll be better weather. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to postpone that, probably, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, just wait. Yeah, I don't know. Probably wait and just uh, hang out. I, don't I went think... to Ireland twice, once in February and once in June, and I highly recommend June. Yeah. <laughs> February it's cold. was fucking awful. Really? It was so Really that bad? Cold. Like, yeah. Like, it was that, that rain cold. Like, yeah. Like, European. It was right fucking through you. They don't have... And I was staying so with wet. my friends, and their windows weren't closed, and it was like... Mm-hmm. I was sleeping on the floor, and it was the... It, it was like... It was like a cruise ship. The room was so tiny. And, yeah. and there was, but there were these amazing like floor to ceiling windows, which I'm sure are really pretty in the summer, but in the winter they don't seal. And I, I was bundled up Oof. and my friend and I were both, we were crashing at our other friend's place. And I was just like looking at her hair blowing in the breeze at night slash Brutal. like negative, you know, I mean, it was Brutal. probably like 30 degrees, but it felt so Miserable. Freezing cold. Yes. I, I I don't mind a cold room at night. I like that because I can bundle up and I pretend like I'm a caterpillar. <laughs> but I I can't stand it. Really, really cold. No, no, it was no, like no. Windy and we got so everybody got sick and. I mean, oh I no, know. no, it was, no! It was just like. Yeah, I'm gonna say to Michelle, she wants to go, but I'm just gonna try to poo-poo that one. Why don't you go to like well, Puerto Rico or something? Yeah, she likes this other place in Mexico called Las Fertanas. Supposed to be a nice place down there. That sounds great. Sounds like a nice one, yeah. yeah but it's don't. expensive. I don't, I don't like to spend money. <laughs> <laughs> but she is it, it, incredible. It's it's great. I finally have a girlfriend for once. I haven't had one in like. No, it's pretty exciting. Well, it is exciting. It is exciting since I've known you. I know. Um, but it is yeah. funny how she just, you can see she just rearranged my, uh, is that the first <laughs> thing that girls do when they come in and they rearrange your life? Uh, they've rearranged my life. See, I feel like Adam and I, we need to also be dating Michelle because yeah. <laughs> we met in college and we do need this. We need an outside force to come to in, come and, in and make the us clutter. grow up. Cause I don't, I don't have that gene at whatever. She, has this, theory. Gene, she has this theory because she works on the doctors. Right. And she has this theory that um, clutter in your house makes you nuts a little bit. Yeah. Now, they've proven this actually with studies and this kind of thing, like chotskis and little things and things yeah. that are messy around the house. You can see it's just barren right yeah. now. And she says that that's more calming to you. And you become more confident, you work harder, and, you know, life seems to be going, you're, you're not as stressed out. You're very stressed out if there's too much clutter around the house and too Interesting. much. <clears throat> Apparently, that's that's what she mm-hmm. thinks. And I, I kind of sort of see it. You know, if you clean everything and uh, there's not a lot of clutter in the house and that kind of shit. So what are you so. going to do with this stuff? Put it in bins at the container store. We're going to go to the container store and put oh, it in bins. Oh, I get it. So you're not getting rid of any of it. No, no. This is stuff that, you know, like my Together doll. That's my Together doll, my I boy know. band. Oh, look at you. I can't get rid of that. No. No. <laughs> uh, so these are just going to go in like, you know, safekeeping things, you know, like heirlooms and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So, But she you know, organized it. I didn't organize shit. I don't know how to organize shit. 
I just read a really fucking cool about the con- <clears throat> thing about the container store. Yeah. Do you know how awesome they pay their employees? I didn't know that. Oh my god, those fucking salespeople make like fifty nine thousand dollars a year. That's a shitload. I know they're for managers working at stuff. the container store. Yeah, but the, the whole the CEO's whole philosophy is you don't need to hire as many people if you just hire good ones, and that way you can pay each each you pay you find really good people, pay them yeah. what they're worth, right? And then you just need less people. Well, like, yeah, I mean, what do you got to know? Different kinds of containers. <laughs> I'm like, how much do you what fucking size need to know? Is it? Exactly this size. I tell or you one question size. on that. One question on the questionnaire is <laughs> the court versus what's a court versus a leader. You got to know all that shit. Yeah, you got to know like hard. square inches. And you got to know. That. You got to be good at the game Tetris. You do have to be good at Tetris. <laughs> How I are think, you with uh, Candy Crush? <laughs> uh, what game are you playing right yeah. now? Are you playing any games? I'm playing um, Panda Bubble. Have you ever seen that? <laughs> you haven't played that one. But I'll oh, start. Panda, panda pop. Panda pop. Yeah, okay. it's a really I was like, big. Panda bubble doesn't roll off the tongue. Panda pop. Panda pop yeah, I'm better. a bit okay. of addicted to panda pop. What on happens? My phone. You just pop fucking stupid bubbles. <laughs> That's all you're fucking doing, popping bubbles, and then there's little pandas trapped in the bubbles. And if you pop the bubble around the little panda, it drops with a little parachute and goes. Wee! Oh, cute. And you're supposed to get those things. You're supposed to do that, and it occupies my brain. I don't kill people. I don't have violent, violent thoughts. I play Ruzzle. What's Ruzzle? Ruzzle's like um, Boggle, but like, it's like oh, yeah. Boggle. It's like an app. Boggle. So it's like Boggle, the game Boggle. Yeah. It's like you just get like a, you yeah. know, a, a tiles, you know, like a square, of, yeah. you know, whatever, 20 tiles. And you have to make a shitload of words. Oh, that's good. And you kind of are playing against, you do matches with people. So you don't have to be on at the same time. But oh, yeah. like... You know, I'll invite Kevin Farley to play with me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each play round one, and then whenever you're done with round one, then I'll I'll let him play round two. And anyway, I'm kind of like competing against someone. I played that word with friends. I do play words with friends. But I realized how fucking stupid I am. And (laughs) there's a couple of girls that just beat me. I didn't win at all, ever. And they kept consistently beating, like my sister and this other girl, Leah or whatever. I play her, and I never won one. And I started to get a little bit self-conscious. So I stopped. I stopped. I just am too stupid. I can't it's hard. spell. There's definitely friends who I have had to just like let those games dwindle. There's a there's a, a woman who I've been playing with. Um, I We work together. I haven't even seen her maybe four years. But we've kept up like a four-year game of words with friends. Oh, wow. We just keep playing each other. Well, I mean, it, it would be great if I could win one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fucking win one. <laughs> And these girls are the girls are always smarter at that shit. I'm no, like, my husband. I I had to stop playing my husband. He's too good. He kills me. No, I'm, you could kill me. Slave I'm not me. a good speller anymore. I've forgotten all math and spelling, all of it. But you no, don't, I'm not and, going back. No, you don't go back. <laughs> you crossed over. I've crossed over. <laughs> I'm going to remain this dumb for the rest of my life. Um. But you get to your opening for Spade, right, this weekend? Opening for David. I, uh, I saw his uh, special. It's so good. It's very good. It's I mean, really funny. Those are all the jokes that we're going on the road with. Yeah, they're he, great. He's developed for a year. And, you know, he's got what I appreciate is <clears throat> he just said one time, all right, I'm going to do a special. And I'm like, wow. You know, and I'm always like, oh, I'm not ready for a special and blah, right. blah, blah, like that. But. 
he just pulls the trigger and does it. He's he's very pro like that, you know, like he's easy on stage. Yeah. And the one thing I've learned about stand-up is that's kind of what it is, is your ease on stage is a huge part of it. Like you see these nervous stand-ups. And you can tell they're nervous and they're and they're going through their jokes and they're not really Yeah, it makes it hard to watch. It's hard to watch. And and they could be funny jokes. Right. But you know, and they probably work very hard at writing their good jokes, but their nervousness takes you out of it. Yeah. And you don't feel comfortable laughing because you're too busy watching how nervous the guy is. Right. And the flip is that you watch somebody who's really confident and comfortable yep. on stage, they might not even say that funny super funny thing. shit but you're still enjoying it but you're comfortable enough yeah. to their vibe makes you even if they're on tv like you were talking about you know gave yeah. is the vibe he's giving off even on tv you're more apt to laugh because he's so comfortable up we there. kept it on and we sat through all the dumb commercials and like i've ne- I haven't done that in years he's the I've most like relaxed on stage really been like yeah. oh no i'll sit around through the commercials to watch a little bit more yeah. i've never done that i know I don't, I don't watch live TV ever, except for sports. I mean, I had the benefit of going on the road with Norm and McDonald and David. And both of those guys are so relaxed on stage mm-hmm. and so pro on stage. They really aren't nervous going out there at all. It's just like they're walking on to, into their own living room and you're a guest in their living room. Yeah, it's so cool. And you're just, they're, they're just there and we're just talking and we're just having a conversation in front of 3,500 people or something like that. You're getting like that. I'm getting there, but that's yeah. a tough place to get to because all you can do is look in front of the crowd and see all these people and you're like, and you have to just block that out of your mind and just pretend like they're in front of you. They're in your living room. Yeah. And so the hardest thing for me is some of these clubs have where and down in the cellar in New York, for instance, the audience is right there in front of you. Yeah. And so you see their expressions right there. You're in, you're interacting. And you either do the crowd work and say, where are you from? Because the guy's like where you and I are. This right. is how close. And I just feel compelled to say, how are you tonight, sir? Because you're right in my fucking face. Right. I'm not going to do a goddamn act for you because I feel like I got to talk to you. You're right here. In front of me. So it's a little weirder. I don't respond to that kind of a, a, a club like that. I'd rather yeah. be on a stage and I'll do the performing. I'd much rather do that. But some comics like Louis C.K. And I think that that style stemmed from the cellar and this, those kinds of places where it's real conversational. Right. And like Louis C.K., he doesn't even have an announcement. He just walks on stage. And he wears very simple clothing and he's... I think a lot of these comics develop that style from that kind of thing where they show up at the cellar every night and it's like they're doing something in their own living room. Yeah, that's, it's really interesting. It's interesting because it's not really performance, you know, like... Have it's any not, women been able to really do that? Like, is there well, any Sarah woman? Sarah Silverman. I guess she's... She's very conversational and comfortable. She is, she is, that's true. Her opening, did you see her SNL? I didn't opening? see that, no. Was, she has a funny opening, but good crowd work. Yeah, yeah. But I think it, it's 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 that kind of uh, comfortableness on stage that is the real hip thing right now. Louis C.K. is the king of that. And, you know, you just walk on and you don't perform. You're just yeah. talking. You're just talking like we're talking now. And it's very podcast sort of podcasts, I think, have influenced that, too. Mm-hmm, that's true. Yeah. And I think so, a lot of comics are just doing that where they don't even get – they just start conversing on stage. So They're not we're really responsible for Louis C.K. then. 
Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot to do with Louis C.K. <laughs> we should get. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Stand up is great. I, I I love doing it. Learning a lot about it. But it is, uh, it's interesting. It keeps you challenged. It's the most challenging thing in the world to do. Okay. So these casinos you're going to, mm-hmm. break it down. Old people? Yeah. 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 Definitely old. Definitely. So with the old crowds, you keep it clean. You keep right. it, you keep it really clean and you do as many, I do as many loud and bigger jokes. Uh-huh. So they, they can can't see it? and they can't hear. <laughs> uh-huh. So if I'm loud and I'm big, they can see it and hear it. And if they can't really hear it, at least they can see me doing something funny and they'll go, Ooh, you oh know, look God. at him jumping up and down. You got to give them something to laugh at, you know, because right. a lot of times they can't see and they're a little drunk and they'll just stare at you. If you're too oh, cerebral God, so in that crowd, if you're too cerebral, they'll just glare. They'll just stare. They don't even care. Yeah. But if you jump around and you're like a monkey and you're walking around going, bad, boo, bad, boo, then they'll laugh at that. Right. But those, yeah, the older crowds are the worst. I did the worst thing. I just had so many bad, bad crowds. And I really learned that stand-up is a lot that, too. You could have a great act. If it's in front of the wrong crowd, it yeah. doesn't matter. Right. It just It just doesn't matter. And that was the weirdest thing, learning. That was a tough thing to learn. I did an industrial once, and I was supposed to do like 45 minutes. And I shit so fucking bad. Everybody just for staring at me minutes? for 45 minutes. Jesus I finally Christ. put the mic down. I said, you know, folks, <laughs> I'm going to do you all a favor right now and I'm going to walk away. Good night. <laughs> Good night. And they all went, okay. Like somebody, somebody went, okay. It was, it was, it was like talking to people like, Oh my God. They were looking at me like I was an alien. Like, why is he talking? And right. who is he? And you... Are we supposed to laugh? What is this? And they all had confused looks on their face. Those are the same people who have that look when you're a waitress and you go to take their order. Yeah. And they look at you like, why have you come here? Yeah. And I've I, never so understood many, people waitress, like that. I was always sometimes like, you know how this works. Yeah. Right? Like, I, you've come here and I, but I'm I your bitch for the next hour. Right. I, I, I find that people, it's always strange that people's um, behavior in restaurants. So weird. Like I find it strange when they walk into a restaurant and they've obviously made reservations. They've discussed where they're going. Right. And they walk through the doors and they're looking around going, where is this place? (laughs) Where are we? And they come to the fucking, like they've never seen a Mater D before. Right, right. And they're looking around the place and it's, they're going, what the fuck did I just walk into? They have the most confused look on their face. Yes. And they're looking around going, where the fuck am I? Who's going <laughs> to fucking help me around here? Like they've never done it before. And then they look at the Mater D and they go, you. I know you're supposed to help me. My name's Robinson. <laughs> and then they just yell their name. Yeah. They go, Robinson? <laughs> Robinson for two? Robinson? Is Robinson? You know? So Have you ever true. seen that? It's true. It's the strangest fucking and thing. And honestly, and pretty, you know, universally 
restaurants have been set up the same almost in every country I've ever been to. Not that I'm so well-traveled, but like, I mean, anywhere you go, you walk in, there's a guy, he says, he tells you where to go. Yes. Every time. And I'm amazed that people haven't got it down. I know. Figure it out. I'm amazed at that. Yeah. They haven't got it down. And you're right. The waiter comes up and they look at the waiter and they go, yes. Yeah. And you're like, and they go, yeah, I'm your fucking waiter. You dumb shit. I'm your bitch for the next hour. That's what you signed up for. And they go, what are you? What's your specials? I guess they don't even ask that. No, sometimes they're just, they're confused by the whole fucking thing. Sometimes you show, I would show up and then people would just be like, we need a minute. We're not ready. It's like, all right. I'm like, would you like some water? Yeah, anything. Biatch. Right, yeah. Yeah. And And you're just there to help. So many people. I mean, it's, it's it's an alarming percentage of the population cannot, and maybe everyone's just like on the spectrum and they literally like don't know how to interact. I don't know. It makes you wonder about humanity. It makes you wonder. We don't have the restaurant thing down at all. No. And, and from older people to any kind of thing, we don't have it all down. And you're right. It is very simple. There's a maitre d'. You might have a reservation. Either way, they're going to help you out. Don't look around confused like, or what ang- the fuck like, is this? Or Instantaneously angry. angry. Instantaneously angry. It's like you're here. Everybody yes. wants to serve you because that's your, that's why we're open. But for some reason, waiters piss the fuck out of people. Yeah. They get them so fucking mad. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're here. And I don't like when people go, give me the, give you the, yeah, give me the mac and cheese. <laughs> give you the mac and cheese. How about, can I ha- play it? Please have the mac place and cheese. Place an order for some mac and cheese. Place, yeah. Can I place an order? Not, <laughs> why don't you give me that mac and cheese? I'll give you that mac and cheese right in your fucking face. <laughs> you fucking rude asshole. That moment when like you see, and you see people do it all the time, but. Some poor waiter, waitress, busboy, whatever, they've just cleared like the world's biggest table and they have mm. all these dirty dishes and they're barely making it back in time. Yeah. And then some fucking asshole stops them mm. and asks them for shit. And it's yeah. like, you couldn't have picked any other person in this yeah. whole establishment. You have Wouldn't to pick the one who's like drowning. Yeah. I, I also don't like, though. A lot of restaurants I do feel bad for, but service in general when you don't speak English is like I was in Dallas and late for my plane or whatever. I couldn't figure out where the fuck I was. So I asked somebody, where's the American Airlines ticketing counter? And they look at me and they go, who? And, you know, come on. (laughs) You you come here every fucking day. You you should know where American Airlines is. You know, you come here every fucking day. And you don't know where the fuck that is. And then they te- and then they speak to you in broken English and they're like, I to go and they just don't know what they're not speaking English. And I'm like, <laughs> What the fuck do you do here? I mean shit. You don't you're just you're here. Right. You don't speak English and you don't know where anything else but your little cubicle is where you stand every fucking day. And you don't even bother to look around you at all. You go right to your car and go home. It's got to be miserable to be a flight attendant, though. Oh, fly, oh my flight God. Yeah, flight attendants. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, that's got to be fucking miserable. Just from the it, it, the one, the worst thing is just the farts alone. <laughs> the farts. Oh, my God. I meant to tell you. Walking down that aisle. And, and you know, if you're, an, if you're a flight attendant for 20 years, you've smelled over, oh, I don't know, 10 million fucking juicy, gross, disgusting farts. 
going down that aisle. In Japan. Old ladies farts. In Japan. Yeah. They have created fart-proof underwear. Oh, wow. That that so I would buy. The, fl- the, sound, the sound will still carry. Yes. But the smell is deodorized and contained. Oh, that's fantastic. Isn't that amazing? Don't you wow. think they should pass that out with your ticket? For sure. Yeah. For sure. But I mean, how many of those, and you know, the, the stewardesses, they do keep it in because I've let some bombs on the airplane, like where the point where I could have killed people with the fucking <laughs> smell of my three day old hungover fart. And then oh, when the stewardess drunk. goes by and just doesn't say anything, and I know oh, she's sorry, taking honey. gulps full of mouths full of my shit. So bad. She's going, blah, blah. <laughs> She had to chew. Yeah, she's chewing up my <laughs> she had to fart. Chew the air. Chewing my air. <laughs> she's still got to go. <laughs> ginger ale. <laughs> and I look at her and I'm like, ginger fart. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be the worst to be just to smell airline farts, airport air, 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 you know, airplane farts. Yeah, that'd be the fucking worst. No amount of money. That's so, no amount it's of money. so gross. There's just so much primal shit that happens when in you're an airplane. having all those people contained in a in tube. In a stale air yes, tube. And, the, and pressures are changing. Oof. It's oh, terrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I have loved this fireside chat. This was chat, a good Kevin. fireside <laughs> chat. <laughs> really sweet. A little different vibe for this, <laughs> but I thought it went well. We have, uh, we have some, we I know we have some guests next week. So, um, anyway, we are so appreciative to All Things Comedy and our great yep. producer, Jorge. Thank you, Jorge. Uh, send all the love and thoughts over to Johnny and his family, making yep. sure they stay on track, getting better every My day. My Twitter is I'm Kevin Farley at nope. Twitter, whatever. It's, <laughs> it's not at. at. I'm, <laughs> at. At I'm Kevin Farley. <laughs> I forget. I'm and I'm Chris Acosta. Thank you so much. You can always find us at face uh, on Facebook and Twitter, Farley Bros Radio. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody.